Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode. I almost said brand new episode, and it is a brand new episode of We Watch Shudder, but I don't want to give anybody the impression that uh, it's a brand new movie that we're talking about. I'm not even out of the intro, and this show is already off the rails. Uh, this is We Watch Shudder. My name's JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. <laughs> oh, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, it's it's right there in the title. We watch Shutter, right? Uh, if you don't know what Shutter is, I, I'm honestly curious why you're listening to the podcast at all. I'm glad you are, but that just seems like a random choice. Uh, the rest of you, you know what Shutter is. We watch uh, original and exclusive titles from Shutter uh, when there aren't brand new ones to watch. And side note, there's a new movie every week in September leading up to spooky season. I'm stoked on that. But in those weeks when they don't have new releases, uh, sometimes we go back and revisit older original and exclusive releases uh, that came out before we started the podcast, and that's what we're doing this week. Uh, Michelle, what is the title that we're talking about today? We watched a movie that you almost could not watch called Kuso. Yeah, I almost uh, wasn't able to watch this movie. That's a, that's a whole thing. See... I have so been funny. subscribing. <laughs> I have been subscribing to Shutter since uh, like March of 2020, right? And I used to have it as an add-on to my Amazon Prime, and then I got rid of Amazon Prime for a while, and so I just started subscribing to Shutter. I have subscribed to Shutter every month since December of 2021 through the Google Play Store. I downloaded the app. I got my subscription through Google Play. It renews every month. Uh, sometimes it, it doesn't renew proper, and I got to go back in and be like, hey, try again, and then it's fine. But yesterday, my subscription expired, and I renewed it on Google Play, but now the Shutter app refuses to recognize that I have a renewed subscription. And here's the part where it gets shitty. Shutter customer service. Apparently doesn't know how to read, Michelle. <laughs> uh, well, I have Shutter tried customer service is fine. It's AMC. Let's shit talk AMC. Yeah, it's, a, it's it, you're right. We I'm love sure Shutter. they're tech, yes. The Shutter, <laughs> yeah, Shutter, the company, the operations, great. Shutter, the tech support, which is a subsidiary subdivision of AMC plus the tech support, is trash. What the shit, guys? I've had. Four back and forth exchanges with them through uh, ticketing with emails, and they still don't even understand what the problem is. <laughs> and literally, the problem is I renewed my subscription through Google Play, but the app won't let me play anything. It doesn't recognize my subscription. That's literally all it is. And I, I'm willing I'm... to bet, here's the shit fucking wild part about it, I'm willing to bet... But by the time we get to the bottom of this mess, because thank God they finally did give me a phone number where I'm going to be able to call them and work through this. Of course, they gave it to me about an hour before they closed for the night when I'm not available to call them today. So now I got to wait another day to get this shit figured out. And I promise you what I'm going to find out when I call them is they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's something you're going to have to troubleshoot with Google Play. And then I'm going to fucking explode and this podcast will be over. I'm telling you, just send them our website and be like, listen, 
I Listen, watch guys. Shutter. It's in the title that I watch you. I would love I, uh, to watch you some more. Don't make us become we watched Shutter. <laughs> right, guys. I and you have to. I realize some of you are just like this is the most boring story ever. JD, we don't care yet. Yeah, uh, so export sucks, guys. I have had so much fucking bullshit. Like, I how are you? How are you able to do tech support if you don't have basic reading comprehension? Michelle knows how I write. I go out of my way to be as detailed and specific as possible. It is very difficult to misunderstand me in a written message. Would you say that is correct, Michelle? Uh, just like your dialogue, you are definitely <laughs> long-winded in text form. We are almost, nope, we are five minutes in, and you hey, are still mad. You sent me off on this. I know, it's anyway. so funny. It's so Sam funny. Zimmerman, everybody at Shutter Programming oh. and Operations, you guys are beautiful. You got to talk to your tech support people. Holy shit. I hope there's not like one lady named Darla who's the single tech support, and we just got her fired. She's trying also, her best. Also, Shout Sam Zimmerman Darla. is definitely not listening to our podcast, but that's Sam okay. Zimmerman is too busy doing tech support for Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, damn it. Uh, I thought I was doing really well. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, like literally. Uh, so I explained to oh, them no. that issue. Right. Oh, I was God. like, I was subscribed through Google Plus, but it's not registering. It's telling me I don't have an active account. And literally their initial reply was. Hey, our records show you haven't had an account with us since December of 2021. Sorry, we can't help you. I'm like, motherfucker. I and I proceeded to, uh, guys. I, we got to get off this immediately, or this is gonna be the we bitch about Shutter Tech Support podcast. Michelle, what are we watching? We are watching Kuso. We watched. We watched Kuso. Kuso. You were able to watch it for the first time. I let somebody borrow my yeah. Shutter password. They lost money on this. You'll have. Your subscription back tomorrow. Yeah, lose, like, they didn't. Cents. They didn't lose a dime. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> God, this is why password sharing exists. Anyway, Kuso. Oh. Hello. Kuso. Hello. Kuso uh, apparently is a curse word in uh, Japanese, um, which oh. makes a lot of sense. So, what is what does it mean? It means like shit or fuck or all the things. That oh, you would one of those that doesn't really have a transliteration. Yep, it's just a curse just word. a just a profanity. Well, that. I guess makes sense. I don't know. Uh, uh, so Kuso, uh, this is actually a movie that's been on my radar for a while, uh, uh, especially because it was directed by Flying Lotus, or according to the the credits, is directed by Steve. Uh, but Flying Lotus also had a segment in, uh, uh, I, I believe it was VHS. Was it ninety four or ninety nine? I can never remember. I'm looking right now. It was VHS ninety nine. Yeah, the Aussies yep. Dungeon segment, which I loved. I really enjoyed that whole anthology. You can go back and check out our episode about VHS ninety nine in our episode archives. But I I really enjoyed that segment, and I was like I was like I really need to go back and watch this movie. Uh, that people have been saying you got to check out because it's weird and crazy and, and fucked up in, in all the ways that you're supposed to really love. Uh, and so uh, I was very excited to go into this one. Michelle, were you excited to go into Kuso, directed by Steve, a.k.a. Flying Lotus? I was excited but apprehensive because I knew 
David Firth was involved, and uh, I knew I had to be prepared, and I still wasn't prepared enough. Who is David Firth? Oh, okay. So David Firth, back in my junior high years, um, he became pretty big on Newgrounds as a Flash animator creating salad fingers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know salad fingers. Yeah, David Firth I, I mean, is I'd... responsible for salad fingers. Okay. And uh, fuck At, uh, salad fingers. God, the nettles just <laughs> get in my head occasionally and make me itchy. And I haven't watched it in probably eight years, and it still makes me uncomfortable. So I was I was apprehensive and not as apprehensive as I needed to be to watch Kuso. Yeah, I'm uh, like I'm aware of Salad Fingers, but I'm not familiar. I I think I've seen one Salad Fingers clip one time, and frankly, that was enough for me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so Kuso is the film uh, we're talking about today, 2017 release. Apparently, uh, just the talk of the town at Sundance that year, as I've I've read here. Uh, Michelle, do you want to uh, get these people a summary of this film, uh, either from the Shutter or the IMDb website? Sure, I'll read the Descripty script. Descripty script. So from IMDb. Right, because once again, the Shutter Descripty script is a goddamn novel. novel. <laughs> Same person doing tech support. They're too busy writing novels of the descriptions of movie to help you get your account going. Okay, from IMDb. Events unfold after a devastating earthquake in Los Angeles. Cusa, 2017. A shutter not exclusive. Rated. A shutter exclusive. Um, JD, I I would like to hear your rating first. Your spoiler-free rating before we get my, to the, the my spoiler-free thoughts on Cuso. Uh, you know, Michelle just read that uh, that basic description from IMDb. I want to read it to you one more time. Uh, events unfold after a devastating earthquake in Los Angeles. Um, and that, in one sentence, explains more than I'm pretty sure I understood about this entire movie. Um, this is uh, this is a perfect example of, of what I try to call these days, not for me. Uh there is barely any narrative structure here. If there's a larger point being gotten at, it went completely over my head. Don't get me wrong, I followed the literal events that were happening on the screen just fine. I just, after an hour and a half, have no idea whatsoever what the story was here, or in the absence of, of narrative intent, what even the point of this was. Uh, this was a series of hideous grotesqueries uh, that just didn't impact or resonate with me in any way because this is not the kind of thing that appeals to me. Uh, like, like, it's supposed to be a comedy, uh, I guess. I don't know where the... what what And again... I almost feel like I don't even have any justification to score this movie because this is not a movie I was ever going to connect with just based on its form alone. So if we're looking at the rating as just my experience with the movie uh, overall and and my impressions of it, uh, it's definitely fucking incredible production and, and skill went into this thing. Uh, but an overall experience, I gotta say, for me, this was like 
a skull and a half experience. I 1. took 5. nothing from it uh, except a few moments of, ooh, that looks cool. <laughs> and that, my friends, is exactly what he wrote in his email to customer support at Shutter earlier. And that's why <laughs> they are not responding to him. Uh, would you like my spoiler-free thoughts, JD? You know I would, Michelle. You know I would. Okay. Um, like I said, I was apprehensive. I thought I was prepared. Six minutes in, I had to pause the movie because I was dry heaving so badly. I thought I was going to throw up. Um, you know, I was going to ask <sighs> you later on in the episode what moment it was that led to that social media post. And having yes. finished the movie, I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yep. I made it six minutes and then I paused and I did a lot of deep breathing. I created an image for the page. I was so scared to keep going because I was like, well, I have to watch it. But I am truly scared that I am going to throw up. And I, I don't like admitting my weaknesses on the podcast because I know my enemies are listening. One day they're just going to bombard me and make me watch that scene and make me vomit. And it's going to suck. I know they're out there. The the evil villains of my life are. But like, oh, my God, I had a, I had a very hard time. Um. I was trying to figure out how to rate this. I would give that storyline a zero. I would give it a negative score if I could. I hate it. I hope I never, <laughs> ever have to see that again. But then the rest, you you said, oh, it's a comedy? Yeah, it was really funny, and it made me laugh out loud. Um, I really okay. like the bus driver character. I like the, the songs at the beginning. It did get um, a little... I don't know. It it, um, it definitely was very David Firthy um, and <laughs> upsetting. Uh, it did make me feel emotions that I think maybe other people who aren't completely numb to horror movies might feel of just being so uncomfortable. Um, but it's also kind of outside the realm of our metric system when it comes to right. storing movies. Right. I just, I, I don't. Like, I feel like. I feel like if you are the kind of person that this movie is for, it's probably a perfect movie for you. Exactly. Right? Like, I, I don't... I, I can't say it was a bad movie because I just... I'm not even sure what just happened. <laughs> um, I... Because uh, I don't... Like you said, I don't think it's bad. It's... Um, there's definitely things that I like the abortion clinic, which we'll get into in the spoiler section. Hilarious. Um, we'll just say the toilet scene. Hilarious. Uh, Hannibal Burris. Hilarious. The comedy really, really resonated with me. Um, it made me so physically uncomfortable, though, that I guess <laughs> I will give it a I feel like this is too low, but I will go with a 3.5 purely on my enjoyment scale because there was some stuff that was just past my threshold and I had That's to fair. pause but yet there were other parts that I truly did like little hidden gems in it so I'm, I'm sure. gonna go with a 3.5 overall well, Michelle at um, a 3.5 weird, weird experience yeah yeah very much so Michelle at a 3.5 and me at a 1.5 gets us an average of 2.5 which is right down the center right down the middle I think that's fair you know like I said overall uh like uh, it, you're mentioning David Firth. It did uh, uh, come to me that uh, Tim Heidecker uh, is also uh, involved in this movie. Uh, and, uh, you know, look, I, I 
in certain ways, this is reminiscent of of a lot of the things that I've seen Tim Heidecker involved with. Yep. And I've never been a big fan of of that's just a, any of those things as well. Again, not in the sense of I think this is garbage or, or or there's anything that I actively dislike. I just look frankly, I don't get it. Right? They like Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. I know so many people who think this is the funniest thing they've ever seen, or at least at the time when it was happening, they were real big on it. I don't understand the humor. I don't, for me, I don't get what was supposed to be funny. Uh, like, I, I guess to a certain extent, I, I, I think certain things in this were, were supposed to be funny, but it felt like such a, like a, like a, an unlikably juvenile sense of, anyway, guys, we got a spoiler section. We can talk about these things more in depth. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we get into deep spoilers territory, Michelle? No, we're 15 minutes in. Let's just get into the spoilers. Just get Let's get it over with. Guys, if you want to go <laughs> see this movie before we spoil any of it, <laughs> I mean, now would be the time to hit that pause button. All right, Michelle, you've been asking to do this yep. uh, since before I even finished the film. Uh, yep. So why don't you go ahead and attempt... For the people who did not, in fact, go back and watch the movie, why don't you go ahead and attempt to summarize what happens? Easily. So I, if you're not familiar with our show, hello, this is a very weird one for you to join us on. Just like Kuso, we are kind of outside of our norm where we don't usually spend 15 minutes uh, and like one third of that being complaining about the platform we love so much. <laughs> um, but uh, I definitely called dibs to do the recaps a lot. And usually I try to do it off the top of my brain, just summing up in uh, a very, very haphazard kind of way. But today uh -huh. I am doing something a little bit different. Did you write I a am... script, Michelle? I did not. I grabbed the Wikipedia oh. page. Which oh, okay. is hilarious. Okay. Okay. The plot of this movie, uh, it is basically four stories interwoven um, between each other. So if you have not uh, gone back and watched this movie, all four of the stories I'm about to tell you are happening simultaneously while music by Flying Lotus and Aphex Twin <laughs> play throughout. Uh, there's CGI uh, sex happening between some characters. Um, there is a guy uh, fucking a neck tumor. There's a lot going on in here. So uh, <laughs> these four stories are as follows. And I promise I will make them very quick, but dear God. Okay. Royal. This is the one that almost made me throw up. Missy and Kenneth are lovers who live in an apartment complex. On their first appearance, Missy is seen choking Kenneth as he masturbates, then singing him to sleep. However, Missy covers her neck with a cloth and refuses to let Kenneth perform sexual acts on her. Kenneth attempts to play the piano for her to sing, but another voice joins them. Missy finally removes the cloth to reveal a talking boil on her neck. After initial revulsion, the boil talks Kenneth into letting it perform fellatio on him. He agrees, and they do so. Afterward, Kenneth responds in pleasure, having learned to enjoy the Boyle's presence, and names it Royal. 
Story number two, Mr. Quiggle. Up-and-coming rapper B lives in an apartment with interdimensional creatures Kazo and Mazu. After smoking from a bong and watching what appears to be a snuff film with them, B goes to the bathroom to take a pregnancy test but is forced to hide it when Phil, a man who raped B and got her pregnant, appears through her toilet. Having tested positive, B goes to Dr. Clinton's clinic for an abortion where she meets Manuel, who is cured of his fear of breasts by Mr. Quiggle, a large bug living in Clinton's anus. B is offered a coat hanger for her abortion and lives leaves in disgust. She visits Phil to tell him she is pregnant, but Phil refuses to let her get an abortion. Kazo and Mazu subdue Phil and trap him within one of B's music videos. They then remove the fetus from B's body, and B suggests that they smoke the fetus. Story three, Smear. Charlie is a small man who goes to an exclusive school in the forest and is fed terrible food by his mother, which causes him to constantly need to defecate. Laughed out of his classroom for doing so in his pants, Charlie runs into the forest where he finds a strange creature with only an anus-like orifice with a worm-like tongue. He feeds the creature some of his feces, which causes it to apparently evolve, growing a face in place of its tongue. On their second meeting, the creature transfers a beam of green light to Charlie's head, empowering him to stop going to school and overcome his mother at last. Charlie later feeds the creature dog feces, which causes it and its apparent offspring to vanish, leaving Charlie and the dog standing in the forest. Story four, the last one, Sock. Angel, a woman crawling on the ground and eating concrete, tells herself she needs to sacrifice her baby. The voice of God speaks to her and tells her that her baby is missing and she will find it down a hole that she claims leads to hell. Angel crawls into the hole but slips and falls all the way down. She witnesses another man being consumed by a creature in the hole and is yelled at by Jenny, an inhabitant of the whole world. Angel is swallowed by another creature in the hole. She travels down a long surreal tunnel before coming up out of the ground inside a creature similar to the one from Smear, witnessing a large object flying over Los Angeles. After the credits, bus driver performs another spoken word piece about surviving the earthquake. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's what happens. Yep. Uh, but what you need to understand is it happens... In some of the most revolting, grotesque... Oh, my God. There is so much shit in this movie. Uh, Literally almost and figuratively. Yeah, almost no blood at all, but so much feces. So, so much. much. A lot So much poo. A lot. A shit ton of shit. Uh, uh, a decent amount of cum, too. So much cum. A little like, too not- much cum. Yeah, a little, a little too much. I thought, no pun intended, that this movie, much like you, Michelle, I thought this movie may have blown its load up front, uh, oh. because, yeah, I know that was terrible. Because uh, yeah, there's like this dude is being choked out while he's beaten off, uh, and then he fuck comes all over his hand. He wipes it on the lady's face, and then they start making out, and he's like, tongue in her infected face, boils covered in his own jizz. Uh, Fucking, where do you go from there? And they definitely went some places, and I was like, fucking... But none of them really quite lived. And then we got to the neck tumor boil sucking that guy's dick. And I just... I don't... 
You said you found some of this funny, Michelle. Could you explain the jokes to me? Because I just, it's just, just, like, this movie was a very large pile of just real fucking gross, and I don't understand what they were trying to say to me at all. Can you help me, please? Uh, Kazo and Mazu, the interdimensional creatures, made me laugh very hard. Their back and forth banter about a snuff film um, sitting with the rapper Lady B. Um, I thought the things they said back and forth were very funny. Um, I can't explain the humor. It's just <laughs> Fair very funny. I think um, so to get into it i think that a lot of the comedy that i enjoy is just unexpected like i think anything unexpected has the ability to be comedic and so much of this movie is unexpected i could not guess where it was going so my reaction was to laugh at the timing at the delivery of what they were saying there was no way to guess and my reaction to that unexpectedness was to find it funny um, other wild. people would be upset by it uh in your uh, case yeah, you would I, be confused i thought I it wasn't, was so funny <laughs> i wasn't upset or, or con- no I was i'm not just, saying upset no i i know i, I i'm just saying you know where you watch those things and your reaction was humor uh, mine was just like a continued, uh, sort of like, oh, okay, so so we're doing that now, huh? It's like, so oh, 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 so, so, uh, so some sort of weird cockroach bug is gonna climb out of this guy's asshole, and then we're gonna rip one of its antennas off, and it's gonna spew green goo all over this dude, and then he's gonna have a weird acid trip nightmare about tits, uh, and then that's gonna cure him of his fears and like oh 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 now we're gonna we're gonna smoke weed out of a uh, an aborted baby fetus all right that's and now now this dude is gonna fuck this lady in the neck boil what it's just Um, like not even i was very i think it was in a, a weird way i don't want to say shock because i wasn't off put by it i was just Sort of befuddled and just like, well, okay, this is what we're doing now, huh? All right, here we go. You didn't find the receptionist at the abortion clinic hilarious? I No, I found that just annoying I laughed more than anything. So- hard at that part that was my favorite scene um also the man coming out of the toilet to talk to her and be like it, it was so fucking sinister and unexpected that he's just like hey, hey you don't remember anything do you <laughs> like it's it's so unexpected that i found it comedic um, well and, and i guess let me let me i think this is the way it, it breaks down for me is uh, because so much of this is so random and just out of nowhere, and as you said, just completely unpredictable. Like I, I don't know. I, I just, um, there was. I, I don't think there was ever because for me, comedy is is a little bit more traditional, right? Set up punchline, but because I don't. Like I don't have a, a higher order or, or a narrative or some sort of point that this movie was was going at. To me, I I, I don't want to say that it is just weird for the sake of being weird, but because 
it didn't connect or work for me in any way. My experience of this was it was just so much weird, random shit. Uh, the movie is an hour and a half long. It felt like three hours. I was just like, okay, so more of this, huh? more, more of this, more of this. Uh, I don't know. It just at no point whatsoever did it. Uh, I, I don't understand what it was trying to do, and uh, I feel like that's just as much my fault as the movies, so I don't want to put that all on the movie. You probably never had a phase of RAR XD Rafflecopter, did you? I don't even know what the fuck you just said. It was uh, junior high humor where um, David Firth on Newgrounds was really making his... His new rounds, haha. Um, but uh, it it was where the funniest things were completely random. Like I'm a fire in my laser was our type of humor, and I think that's why I enjoy this because when I was young and impressionable, completely random things were the sure. funniest things to me. And that's that's why uh, I I do want to like I, I feel like. If this is the kind of movie and the kind of humor and the kind of stuff that does connect and work for you, you're probably going to like it. So, again, I don't want to say it's a bad movie, mm -hmm. uh, but my experience of it was, man, I was I was bored and nothing was hitting. I, I, uh, I, I, sometimes I'm a little bit too beholden to structure uh, and purpose, and you get far enough, and it's the same reason... Uh, I'm not a big fan of, you know, like Tim and Eric Awesome Show, Great Job, and a lot of that sort of stuff. A lot of the, the hugely popular Adult Swim things. So much of it to me just feels so random, and random is not funny to me, I guess. There reaches a point where it's so random that it can't be funny to me anymore. Which is in itself funny because you enjoyed Flying Lotus's VHS ninety nine segment, and I feel like that's the same kind of humor. I that's that's weird. I don't I, I don't know. I, I may have to go back and watch it again, but I uh, uh, I think there was a uh, again. I, I feel like there was a little bit more narrative structure mm -hmm. in that uh, in that presentation. Uh, it definitely did some weird things. I think the fact that it was a short also works in its favor. Uh, like I said, one of the biggest things for me with this is because it wasn't resonating, because it wasn't working for me, it also felt like a real fucking slog, even at just 94 minutes. It was like, at one point my phone died while I was watching it, so I plugged it into the charger for a little while, uh, and then I finally grabbed it and turned it back on so I could see how much of the movie was left. I thought there had to be like maybe 10 minutes. There was still a fucking half an hour. Did you at least like the music? N not really, no. Oh, that's disappointing, but not I surprising. Thought, I thought uh, a lot of the, like, again, the production is great. Like, the, like, the gross shit that they do is fucking gross. Like, it's really yeah. effectively presented. It's repulsive. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I, I never found anything to latch on to, and now I'm broken recording again. No, that's fine. Um, I do like 
that this is defined as a body horror surrealist comedy anthology film, which is basically the combination of the things that you and I like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You like the first half, the body horror surrealist, kind of. We did get into David Lynch, um, and this is kind of David Lynchy, who you don't like. Um, And then I like the comedy anthology film half of that. So I do think it's funny that this is made for us, and yet neither of us gave it a five. Like, I, I do uh, appreciate, uh, uh, like, I like the way these, I mean, it is anthology-esque, but I like the way it's not just bam, 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 chapter, 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 the way they kind of overlapped each other and we moved from one to the other. Uh, but again, I was hoping for, at some point, some kind of dovetailing of these together in some way. Uh, okay. And while there was certainly a little bit of crossover, there wasn't... Uh, a whole lot of that uh, uh, that sort of unifying structure. It had more of a structure than, well, for example, the VHS films because it was all brought together by the earthquake and the disaster going on. So it's just yeah, kind of telling you stories that way. Let, let me tell you, Michelle, uh, this mm-hmm. is actually a great point. Uh, so I do want to go back to the, uh, uh, the shutter description uh, of this film. Uh, because it's it, like it's got a lot of details here, right? It says, Broadcasting through a makeshift network of discarded televisions, Cuso is a shifting series of vignettes tangled in the aftermath of Los Angeles' worst earthquake nightmare. Travel between screens and aftershocks into the twisted lives of the survived. Blending nightmares... Anyway, here's the thing. Um, if I hadn't had this or the Wikipedia page... To read that description, I would not even be able to tell you that the point of this movie was these were all different people who survived uh, 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 some kind of apocalyptic earthquake. Like, I know they mentioned earthquakes sometimes. Uh, and again, I, as long as you promise to not tell me that, like, oh, you're just too dumb to get it. And I don't mean you, Michelle. I mean you listeners. Oh, well, like, I was definitely thinking that. Like, there, like, there's well, a really deep message here. Well, fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, there's just something I missed here. I, I, I didn't follow, I wasn't able to follow what was unifying all of this. It just seemed like a bunch of random grossness. And so, That's like, fair. even that bit, the whole bit about it being uh, the, the earthquake story and all of that, none of that registered with me at all. I do think um, one of the big redeeming features for me is that the Mr. Quiggle storyline that I enjoyed the most by far um, was interwoven throughout the others. Because if this had just been Royal, which almost made me throw up, and then Smear and Sock, which were incredibly weird, surrealist, um, I don't know what the fuck is going on, like this is just art, not a movie, you know, not an overlapping, like this movie is art, this is just experimental art that happens to be in film form. Um, If it had just been those three stories, I don't think I would have enjoyed it at all. Um, but because we had Mr. Quiggle interwoven and that story itself, I found so funny that it gave me those breaks of, okay, well now we're just watching weird shit, but we're going to be back to the really funny stuff and the switch between all those different things happening in conjunction was hilarious to me. I thought it was a very good comedy. It just, um, I hope I never ever in the rest of my life have to watch the six minute mark of this movie oh, God. Yeah, there's, ever there's, again. There's, 
this ever movie again. is one. This is one of the most disgusting things ever put to film. <laughs> uh, uh, but when also, I, when I in a very play, in a oh, very sorry. visceral way, right? Like not like a. Yep. Like an um, a morally repugnant film in any way, yeah. but oh man, it is viscerally pukey. Uh, when oh god, I can't even. I was worried I would start dry heaving, um, while talking about it. I had to talk to my husband yesterday and explain the storyline, just so I could get used to talking about it and thinking <laughs> about it because I was sitting there like, oh, I'm, uh, I was gagging, telling him what oh, what went on. It is awful um when i hit pause at six minutes and this is something i rarely have to do it just it was the sound paired with the it was mm. combination yep. was a lot uh and i kept being like i have to continue and i was just staring at the play button being like i am so worried so what i had to do i had to cheat a little bit and i muted it and then I hit play to get myself used to what I was watching for 10 seconds. And then I unmuted it and there was still some. And I just tried to look in the corner and watch out of my peripherals. It yeah. was it was way too much for me. It, yeah, this this uh, this movie goes oh, there. Man. You know, uh, I did. I did think even though, again, this one this one didn't work for me personally. Uh, I feel like this movie would be the ultimate nightmare repulsive double feature alongside Mad God. Like I feel Somebody like Somebody in the like, comments said that same thing. Oh really? I didn't I guess yes. I didn't notice well, that. Well not but, double feature, but a lot of people compared it to Mad God, which is funny and you and I make a lot of comparisons to Mad God because it's probably the best thing Shudder has ever put out and might be uh, the best thing Shudder <laughs> ever will put out. Yeah, it is an incredible uh, piece of, of filmmaking. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, like I definitely had, and I, I had that thought at about that six-minute mark when I realized how repulsive this was going to get. I was like, okay, yeah, this would be a perfect double feature uh, with, uh, with Mad God just in the, in the level of, of, of gross that it's going to go to. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, again, I thought fantastically executed, uh, definitely interested in seeing more of what Flying Lotus, uh, brings to the table in the future. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this, but this is not one that I will ever spend any time with again. I have a proposal. Okay. Spooktober, we are watching shorts. Yep. Um, hello, if you don't know that, we are watching shorts so that we can watch one every day in Spooktober and still watch our full-length movies and not have to record every single day because that's a lot. Um, I suggest that we watch at least a few episodes of Salad Fingers for Spooktober. I have not watched it <laughs> in a very long time. It was very, very upsetting. And I feel like if you're going to make me watch too many cooks again, we should probably watch some <laughs> salad fingers and just make gonna me really, really upset. Make you, make yes. you watch just, too many cooks. Just like my enemies will hold me down and make me watch the six minute mark. Here's, here's the interesting thing. And again, I have to believe it's because it's short form. Too many cooks is one of the most fucking random things that's ever been put to film. And I love it. Uh, I, 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 I think a, a big part of it is that a lot of the references and things that it's making uh, definitely resonated with me and were sort of 
nostalgic for me in certain ways. But again, because it's, I mean, it's 12 minutes long, right? If that had gone on for an hour and a half, I would have checked out. But it's something about the short form allows me to uh, uh, to appreciate that more random and chaotic absurdity a little bit more. Well, that's nice for you. Too many cooks <laughs> and salad fingers gave me nightmares, and we're going to have to watch them. Too many cooks much gave you nightmares? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it on the Too Many Cooks oh, episode. Hello, wow. if you're tuning in and you are only checking out one of the short film episodes that we release in October, I can already tell you it's going to be Too Many Cooks that you're going to want to check out. Um, yeah. Too Many Cooks. Also, is, unedited footage of a bear. I'm totally fine with that one. It is specifically Too Many Cooks, and we'll get into it. But that was one of the most upsetting things I've seen in my whole life, and we will talk about it during that episode yes. because yes we it, will it's bad <laughs> it's really bad um i mean not the the short film itself is not bad <laughs> but the way that i reacted was unexpected and we'll talk about that that's fantastic <sighs> um yeah. so uh yeah i mean uh uh two and a half skulls for Cuso. i don't have anything else to say about this movie michelle do you want to go about forgetting it as soon as possible I would, but that was really I'm aggressive. That was way that's way meaner <laughs> than I meant to be. Holy shit! I, I want to forget I, this ever happened immediately. I do I, have a tab open to figure out the soundtrack and if there ever will be one released because I really enjoyed the music. I had an Aphex Twin phase, and realizing they did some of this was that made me very happy. So um, I uh, yeah. I owned one Aphex Twin CD ever in my life. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, I care because you do, uh, and the very first track on "I Care Because You Do" uh, is one of my one of the only like weird electronic. I don't even know what subgenre of electronic music it falls into, but I fucking love that jam. I also really like Ventolin. Ventolin was kind of, if I remember correctly, like one of his first real breakout uh, tracks. Uh, but other than that, you know, no electronic music is not really my biggest thing. Uh, electronic is one of my favorites. It's electronic and Ella Fitzgerald and sometimes rock. I'm a weird person. <laughs> um, but Come to Daddy by Aphex Twin is one of my favorite music videos of all time. That's Oh, the video is fucking, it's aggressive. Yep. It's <laughs> Anyway, it. we could sit here and talk about music all day. That's not why people are here, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, again, uh, make sure you get us those, uh, those recommendations for short films to watch uh, in Spooktober. Uh, other than that, we'll let the pre-record take you out. Say good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare. <laughs>